Today's game is presented by Ascension St. Thomas, official hospital partner of MTSU. Now to the stadium. Calling today's action, here's Dick Palmer. Thank you and welcome in to our countdown to first pitch. Middle Tennessee baseball is on the air from Reese Smith Field, and it's good to be back home here in Murfreesboro as the Raiders will open a two-game series with the Lipscomb Bison tonight in Murfreesboro. The second game will be played tomorrow night in Nashville. Dick Palmer, John Callow with you as the Raiders will try to snap out of a little four-game tailspin that started a week ago at uh, Georgia State and then continued over the weekend at UTSA in San Antonio. The Raiders dropped three there and uh, have uh, dropped down in the standings a bit. They are now uh, fourth in Conference USA, John, and the Raiders uh, need to pick up some wins this week. We've got Rice coming in for three games. Well, we need to uh, get uh, get everything back on track. Uh, and and you, you remember as we came back from Georgia last week, one of the things we talked about was that it seemed like things weren't quite as synchronized as they had been through that six-game winning streak. But uh, Lipscomb's going to be a tough challenge for us. They, they have played a really tough non-conference schedule. And uh, even though it, uh, uh, they've got, a, got some losses in there, they're losing to quality opponents. No doubt about that. Uh, they come in with a record of 18 and 17, but they are in first place in their conference, the Atlantic Sun, in their in the West Division. They are uh, occupying first place with an 11 and 4 conference record. So we know this is a, a good ball club. We see them every year. This is the 43rd meeting in baseball between the two schools, and it's been very close. Middle Tennessee's won 23, Lipscomb has won 19 and the two teams split a pair uh, last season. Yeah. Well, we uh, we know what uh, one of the things that we're going to see from Coach Forehand today, because we've seen him enough times in these midweek games to know he is going to throw a lot of pitchers at us. Uh, and uh, I hope he's got enough pitchers to go uh, <laughs> today and tomorrow. But. Uh, we also know that he recruits uh, pretty well, and uh, uh, he's got a young ball club, a lot of sophomores in this lineup. What did you tell me? Six sophomores? Six starters uh, tonight are sophomore players. We're going to take our first break, and uh, when we come back, I'll be talking with Blue Raider outfielder Jackson Galloway. That'll be coming up next on the Blue Raider Network from Learfield. The Murfreesboro Post is Rutherford County's sports leader. No one covers high school sports like the Post. Now you can receive the Murfreesboro Post delivered by mail each week to your home for only $20 a year. Sign up at MurfreesboroPost.com and click subscribe and we will get your delivery of the Murfreesboro Post started. That's MurfreesboroPost.com for delivery of the Murfreesboro Post. 
Will Fraley, attorney at law, has experience you can count on. Former Blue Raider baseball player and MTSU alum Will Fraley serves Murfreesboro and the surrounding communities. Put a strong and experienced legal fighter on your case. Give Will Fraley a call and he can handle all of your legal matters, including criminal and domestic or family law. Visit WillFraleyLaw.com or call 615-410-7290. You know that sound anywhere. It's the crisp crunch of that first nacho chip. With its perfect cheese to sour cream ratio sitting atop a layer of delicious beans, it's a sip away from perfection. That's what we're looking for. Add a delicious, refreshing Pepsi and we've achieved absolute nacho nirvana. Because while you can pile those nachos high with every spicy, cheesy, savory topping, there's no topping a cool Pepsi finish. Nachos, better with Pepsi. That's what I like. Las Casas Drugs is a proud sponsor of Blue Raider Athletics, located at 4702 Las Casas Pike, just minutes from Murfreesboro. Las Casas Drugs strives to provide all of your pharmaceutical needs in that hometown atmosphere you deserve. Family-owned and operated, Las Casas Drugs offers free delivery, immunizations, drive-through window, gift shop, merchandise, and medication management programs. Come by and see how we can make a difference. And go Blue Raiders! Middle Tennessee Electric proudly supports the MTSU Blue Raiders. And we're proud to power the scoreboard lights at Reese Smith Jr. Field. When it comes to the electric service in the community, you can always trust MTE to do what's best for our members. We serve by providing affordable, reliable, safe electricity and outstanding member service. Here at MTE, we serve to make life better for our members and their communities. Visit www.mtemc.com to learn more. And that scoreboard, light it up, Blue Raiders. Nothing is more expensive than a missed opportunity that could have changed your life. Maybe you're just graduating high school or are working and need to earn a degree to advance your career. Or you aspire to be a leader and a graduate degree can make that happen. Whether you're just starting out or retooling for the future, Middle Tennessee State University can help you get there. MTSU, the University of Opportunities. You are listening to MTSU Sports on WGNS. Welcome back into our countdown to first pitch as the Raiders take on Lipscomb tonight in the first of a uh, two-game series. Jackson Galloway, Blue Raider left fielder, is my guest on the pregame show. And Jackson, uh, you came here, you came a long way to get to, to get to this campus to play baseball. What what influenced your decision to come here? Uh, you know, um, just felt like I, it was the right fit. Um, obviously talking to some other schools and stuff. Um, this one kind of just stuck with me. Um, I actually got recruited by, it was Bun before, um, you know, I arrived on campus last year. Um, but when I got here, he obviously wasn't here. Um, but he just always seemed friendly. Um, that was, a, you know, the only person I really talked to. And uh, just kind of wanted to, you know, leave where I was at kind of go experience something a little different and felt like this is the right fit and I'm glad I chose this place. Uh, you came here with a reputation of, as a hitter. Uh, I was a great hitter in high school, junior college. You did well and you didn't disappoint us last year. You led the team in hitting and you got off to a slow start this year. Have you have you been able to figure all that out yet? No, yeah, I'm struggling a little bit. Um, I can kind of feel the page turning over, um, feeling a little more comfortable. Um, like like you said, you know, it was a slow start. 
Um, but, you know, I've just been staying with it, staying with what the coaches are letting me know, um, keeping an approach, um, staying with myself, I'm not trying to be someone I'm not. And I think that's starting to click a little bit for me, um, you know, these last couple weeks. Um, you know, just want to keep it going and kind of get back to where I was last year. Yeah, you seem to have come around in the last two or three weeks and seem to be a lot more comfortable up there. Yes, sir. Um, a lot more comfortable. Um, it helps. Um, you know, with a lot of guys um, this year, um, you know, filling big roles, um, you know, a couple new faces out in the field. Everyone's kind of, you know, seem to be, get a tight bond. And I think with that, it kind of lets me relax, um, you know, and, you know, trust everyone else is going to, you know, make things happen. Um, and they've always got my back, so I don't have to, you know, go out of my way. We've got some wind tonight. Now, as an outfielder, tell us about playing and how the wind affects you out there. Oh, you know. I'd rather it, you know, be blown out for a hitter, but uh, whenever we're hitting, you know, whenever the other team's hitting, I'd rather it be blown in. But, you know, it's just kind of got to get a feel for it. We already had BP, so kind of got a, got used to the win. It is a little different, um, especially over there in left field. It's different with that football stadium covering a lot of the wind, um, sometimes it tunnels and stuff like that. So, um, you know, just got to stick with it, stay with the ball. You know, not everything, whatever goes up in the air, just feel like if I got to go get it, I got to go get it. Okay, well, we need to get off to a good start, have a fresh start tonight, and we still got half the conference season left, and we're in great contention in the in the race. So no better place to start than tonight. Yes, sir, for sure. We got to go get one tonight, get something rolling, and, you know, let the, let the bus take us. That is Jackson Galloway, and we hope the uh, bus takes them into that uh, tunnel that says W tonight as the Raiders take on the Lipscomb Bison here at Reese Smith's Field. Uh, game time scheduled for just about six minutes from now. So we will go ahead and give you the starting lineups brought to you by the Ascend Federal Credit Union, the exclusive credit union of Blue Raider Athletics. Visit one of their 27 Middle Tennessee locations, including four in Murfreesboro. Find out more at ascend.org. John, what do you got? Well, leading off for the uh, visiting Lipscomb Bisons, Caleb Ketchup, the shortstop, bats uh, first. Alex Vergara, the center fielder, bats second. Batting third, Mason Lundgren, the first baseman. In the cleanup spot, Trace Wilhoyt, who is at third base. Batting fifth will be the DH. Austin Kelly. Batting uh, sixth is the catcher, Jake Berg. Batting seventh, Parks Bauk. Boak. I'll get that right. Parks Boak. Uh, He is the second baseman. Uh, Batting eighth is the left fielder, David Coppage. And the right fielder, Will Lee, uh, is in the ninth slot. On the mound is going to be a right-hander, Alex Brewer. We'll get you numbers on him later. For the Raiders, a few changes in their lineup. Uh, Beginning at the leadoff spot, Eston Snyder will be hitting first in right field, batting second, J.T. Mabry at second base. Batting third, Brett Coker, the shortstop, and in the cleanup spot, Briggs Rudder, who will be the D.H. uh, this evening. Batting fifth, Jackson Galloway, the left fielder, your uh, pregame guest. D.J. Wright at first base, he bats sixth. Jared Vitato will be behind the plate tonight, batting seventh. And batting eighth, third baseman Gabe Jennings. In the nine-hole, center fielder Luke Vinson. And Luke Vinson has been hitting pretty well lately, Dick. So if you got uh, Vinson in that nine-hole and you come back to that uh, 
that number one with Eston Snyder, you've got like two leadoff hitters, and actually with uh, Mabry, three leadoff hitters in a row. And uh, both Benson and Snyder have really good speed. Well, they're they they're sure base do. stealers. We can get them on base. Conference USA standings going into this week's play. The uh, Roadrunners of UTSA, 12-2, and two, and Dallas Baptist, 12-3. and three. They're a half game back. Charlotte, 9-5. and five. Charlotte and UTSA both had to uh, lose a conference game because of weather, and that's the difference in the, in the uh, standings in the half games. Uh, Louisiana Tech is now uh, fourth at 9-6. and six. Middle Tennessee, fifth at 8-7. and seven. FAU occupies the sixth spot. They're seven and eight. Rice is seventh at six and nine. They'll be in here this weekend. Then you've got Western Kentucky and UAB, each at four and 11, and Florida International holding everything up at three and 12. And that's the way the standings look going into this week's play. Well, we've got uh, uh, we've got work to do, but uh, it starts with uh, this. This double, uh, I was about to say a double header, but it's not since it's two different days, two different venues. But these two games with Lipscomb are important. Uh, for one thing, we've got some folks that uh, have had some uh, slumps going on, and we need to work out of those. No doubt about that. This Lipscomb team is, uh, despite being a very young team, is a heavy, heavy hitting team. And they are ranked in, uh, in NCAA in the top ten in the country in home runs. We'll tell you a little bit more about that later. Right now we'll take our final break. Back with first pitch on the Blue Raider Network from Learfield. Did you realize that over 85% of Americans own a cell phone, but only 40% on an individual life insurance policy? That leaves way too many families who'll be unprotected if they suddenly lose a parent. That's why we'd also like to point out that 100% of state farm agents offer life insurance. So if you're at the place where procrastination just meant motivation, use that cell phone of yours and call me, State Farm Agent Deb Insel at 931-684-5274. Nothing is more expensive than a missed opportunity that could have changed your life. Maybe you're just graduating high school, or are working and need to earn a degree to advance your career. Or you aspire to be a leader, and a graduate degree can make that happen. Whether you're just starting out or retooling for the future, Middle Tennessee State University can help you get there. MTSU, the University of Opportunities. For close to a century, doctors and care teams at Ascension St. Thomas Rutherford have been dedicated to delivering compassionate, personalized care to Rutherford County and surrounding communities. We are leading the way with new services and healthcare options, and we continue to make significant investments in Rutherford County. In 2023, we're opening Tennessee's first neighborhood hospital at Westlawn, and expansions at our Rutherford Hospital campus are underway. Find all the care you need at ascension.org slash St. Thomas Rutherford. It's just a few cocktails at happy hour. There aren't any cops around. After every game, we always have a few. It's no big deal. It was just a few drinks. I'm good. Hey, I can hold my liquor. I drink and drive all the time. If you put away some drinks, put away your keys. Fans don't let fans drive drunk. 
Brought to you by the Tennessee Highway Safety Office. The Blue Raiders play here. WGNS, Murfreesboro, Smyrna. And welcome back in as the lineups have been announced here. The National Anthem has been performed and very, very well done. National Anthem too, by the way. Got a couple of uh, first pitches that we uh, need to get out of the way. And when we do that, we'll be ready for baseball. Raiders uh, defensively will have Gabe Jennings at third, Brett Coker at shortstop, JT Mabry at second, and DJ Wright at first base in the outfield, Jackson Galloway in left, Luke Vinson in center, and Eston Snyder in right field. Jared Vitato will be behind the plate, and he'll be catching the uh, right-hander, Jack Julian. Jack will be making his fifth appearance, his first start of the season. He's only thrown four innings, given up 10 runs, eight of them earned on eight hits, six walks, three strikeouts. He's got an 18.00 ERA with an 0-1 record. Jack Julian out of the Chattanooga area. He faced Lipscomb last year and threw five shutout innings against them. And so we're hoping he can repeat that performance uh, tonight. That game, that game was at uh, Lipscomb. He went five innings, allowed no runs, three hits, one walk, three strikeouts, and a very good performance as the Raiders won seven to nothing. Uh, they had uh, James Sell, Daniel Dewey, and then Bryson Thomas finished up that shutout at Lipscomb last year. Well, you look at Jack Julian and say, this is a kid that uh, should be a lot better than he's looked so far. And it's just a matter of, I think, getting out and getting the work, uh, getting on the mound, and uh, you get better. A great physical presence, 6'4", 225, out of Hickson, Tennessee. And we'll see uh, what he's got tonight. First batter for Lipscomb is their shortstop, Caleb Ketchup. He's a right-handed batter. Stands in hitting 224 as Julian looks in. And the first pitch of the game is right down the middle for call strike at 6.03. It's our starting time tonight. 80 degrees, mostly sunny with uh, variable wind out of the southwest. Anywhere from nothing to 10 miles an hour is what it looks like. Pitch comes in high for ball one and one. Plate umpire tonight is Lee Ishman. Here's the 1-1 pitch, and it is outside for ball two. Two balls and a strike to catch up the second, uh, the shortstop, rather, for Lipscomb. Darrell Ewell is the first base umpire, and Scott Klein is over third. Mm. That pitch just missed. Uh, must have, I, I think I would have appealed that one, Dick, because it. Uh, I thought the thought Ketchup had uh, maybe gone too far. Pitch is a strike swing. called, and the count will go full at three and two. Now you've got uh, better eyes than I have tonight. Is the uh, ball and strike counter working on the scoreboard? Uh, it uh, it is. Pitch. Except it's both, uh, they all say zero right now. 
All four is high. So I guess the answer to your question is no, it's not working. So we've got a leadoff walk in the first inning, and that's never really a good way to start a ball game. No, we've, uh, how many times have we seen ourselves victimized? We, we saw that uh, particularly, what was it, uh, last week uh, down in Georgia. Here's Alex Vergara. He's the center fielder with Ketchup, the runner at first, and he has stolen 18 bases this season. Only been caught three times. There's a throw over there, and he's back. So I'd say at this point it's just a matter of what they decide is the best count to be running on. Vergara, a right-handed batter, looks at a pitch high for ball one. He's hitting 303 with nine home runs. Lipscomb team has hit 59. And just in comparison, the Blue Raiders as a team have hit 28 out we, of the park. We had that same issue last week down in Georgia. Pitch is high, ball two, two and oh. Also in uh, San Antonio over the weekend, but the wind down there, the last two games would not allow a ball to be hit out of that park. Two balls, no strikes. There's a strike called. It's two and one. All right, two and one. That's uh, the book says that's a running count. I never got that far in the book. <laughs> pitch is called a ball. Yeah, that looked like a pretty good pitch. Three and one now to Vergara. Catch up the runner at first. Raider infield looking for a ground ball. And Julian with the pitch misses inside ball four and first two batters have walked. Well, in the second game in San Antonio, John, uh, Jaden Ham had the same problem. He yeah. walked the first two batters in the first inning, but he got out of the inning without a run being scored. And it was, it was just because of his good pitching that we and some and some good defense that we're able to get out of there. And Coach Jerry Myers does not like the way this game is starting. He's out to, to talk to his pitcher, Jack Julian, out on the mound. It's going to be interesting to see how long the the leash is, but you 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 really need to get some innings out of this bullpen tonight, and that's what what we've got is a bullpen start. Got two games back yeah. to back, and yeah. then a big conference series coming up this weekend. Yeah, so they, you're going to have to be. Uh, it's not like a regular midweek game where you just have the one in a week and you can uh, you can throw everything out there. You got you got to play tomorrow, and then you've got to play again on Friday. Here's Mason Lundgren. He's the first baseman, first left-handed hitter. Julian is seen, and the pitch is low for ball one. Lundgren hitting 304 with two home runs as runners lead at first and second. Back-to-back -back walks to open the first inning. Julian comes set. And the pitch to the plate, low and inside, ball two. Oh, they've sent a catcher to the bullpen. They just haven't sent any pitchers down that I way I think yet. that'll be next. Two balls, no strikes. 
Right-hander checks and throws. Strike at the letters, two and one. Radar gun said 89 on that pitch. Yep. Two balls, one strike, and the pitch. Outside, ball three. Their cleanup hitter, Will Hoyt, standing in the on-deck circle. That ball hit high in the air into left center. Galloway is over. He will make the catch. The runner tags, but the throw comes in accurately to the cutoff man, and the runners cannot advance. That is out number one here in the inning. And that's potentially a, a big out, is, particularly if we could get a ground ball here. You can get out of the inning if you can induce a double play. Trace Wilhoit hits 275, batting in the cleanup spot. He's a big right-handed hitter. First pitch to him, swung on a miss, strike one. And there is a right-hander up throwing now in the bullpen. First and second, one out. Pitch swung on, hit in the air into left center. Vincent on a long run, they can't get it. It's gonna roll to the wall and two runs will score. And Will Hoyt will pull into second with a stand-up double and two runs batted in. Lipscomb with an early lead. For Will Hoyt, it's his ninth Austin double of the season and 42nd and 43rd RBIs. He is at second base with one out. The batter is Austin Kelly. Left-handed batter takes the pitch outside for ball one. One ball, no strikes to Kelly. It looks like it might be Brian Baranek throwing in the Raider bullpen. Just missed the knees with a fastball, ball two. Pretty good looking pitch from up here. We're much farther away from home plate than we've been in our recent road games. <laughs> ball three is outside, three and oh. Runner at second base with one out. That Two is, to nothing, Lipscomb leading here in the first. That is Bryant Baranek in the Raider bullpen. Looks like he's about ready to go anytime. Strike is called, three and one. Austin Kelly, the designated hitter. He's the number five hitter in their batting order. Jack Julian with the pitch, swung on foul straight back. Three and two. Had a three, two count on the first hitter catchup and walked him. Let's see what's coming here with the payoff pitch. 
And it is swung on and hit down the line in right field. That's trouble. That's off the wall. The runner from second will score. Throw coming to second, close and safe. Snyder got it in in a hurry as it caromed off the bottom of the wall. So back-to-back doubles after back-to-back walks, and that's back-to-back trouble for the Raiders. It looks like they're having some scoreboard issues because they haven't, and that's going to be it for uh, Jack Julian. So we're going to have a pitching change here early in the first inning. Lipscomb leading by a score of three to nothing. Stay with us. We will be back. Tell you about our new pitcher after this on the Blue Raider Network from Learfield. Chip Walters here with Exit Realty, Bob Lamb and Associates. I was named a top 10 agent in the number one Exit Realty office in America in 2021. The top question I get around town, how's the market? Ah, good question. And the answer's changed a few times this year alone. I'd like to know what you've heard and share some solid data we have. Give me a call and let's have a cup of coffee and take a look at what's happening in your neighborhood. All my contact info is right on my website, choosechip.net. I'm Chip Walters with Exit Realty, Bob Lamb and Associates. Nothing is more expensive than a missed opportunity that could have changed your life. Maybe you're just graduating high school or are working and need to earn a degree to advance your career. Or you aspire to be a leader and a graduate degree can make that happen. Whether you're just starting out or retooling for the future, Middle Tennessee State University can help you get there. MTSU, the University of Opportunities. The flagship station for Blue Raider Sports, WGNS. Prescription opioids can be addictive and dangerous. My son was 20 years old when he was prescribed opioids. It took him five days to get addicted. I'm not supposed to be the one to go get his suit and tie and pick which sneakers that I'm going to bury him in. My son overdosed at the age of 22 years old. Prescription opioids. It only takes a little to lose a lot. Visit cdc.gov rxawareness. Did you realize that over 85% of Americans own a cell phone, but only 40% own an individual life insurance policy? That leaves way too many families who'll be unprotected if they suddenly lose a parent. That's why we'd also like to point out that 100% of State Farm agents offer life insurance. So if you're at the place where procrastination just meant motivation, use that cell phone of yours and call me, State Farm Agent Deb Insel at 931-684-5274. The Blue Raiders on News Radio WGNS. The picture for the Raiders, Brian Duranic. Give me some numbers on him in just a minute. Delivers a strike call to the left-hand hitting catcher, Jack or Jake Berg. Duranic with a score three to nothing coming on early. Check swing and a strike. It's 0-2. Brian Duranic making his 11th appearance. Uh, 
all but four of those in relief, 27 and third innings, 21 runs, 18 of them earned on 26 hits, 13 walks, 20 strikeouts, 5.93 ERA, 1 and 2 record with a save. And a swinging foul will run to make the count 0 and 2. The runner at second base, Kelly, after a run scoring double. So the starting pitcher, Jack Julian, lasted only through five batters. There's the pitch low and in the dirt. Blocked third, by Vitato. Yeah, third of an inning. He's already given up three runs on two hits, two walks, and the runner at second base is his responsibility as well. One and two to Berg. Check swing, did he go? Oh yeah. Yes, he did. Went after a fastball and will try to check his swing on that fastball inside and he was tied up. <laughs> he tried so hard to check his swing, he went down to one knee. So that's two outs and the batter is Parts Boak. Yeah. Boak, the second baseman, a senior. That's from the right side. Takes a strike over the outside corner. Nothing and one. Moranic pitched on Friday in San Antonio. There's a pitch low in the dirt. One and one. Went two and a third. Gave up two runs on three hits. Didn't walk anybody and struck out a couple. That was in a 13 to five loss. One ball, one strike, swing and a foul out of play to the right. Cal will go to one and two. Well, Baranek has been used uh, as a midweek starter a couple of times. And so when you come in in the first out, uh, inning and there's only one out, that's almost like a start, isn't it, Dick? Runner goes and the ball hit past the runner through the infield into left field. That one almost hit the runner in the in the backside as he was it did. He was breaking on the pitch. The run will score and give Boak an RBI single. And that the run is charged two, to uh, Jack Julian. So. Book is closed on him, a third of an inning. Four runs all earned on two hits, two walks, and no strikeouts. Eighth man to bat in the inning is David Coppage, the left fielder. And takes a pitch low for ball one. Coppage out of Chesterfield, Virginia. He is a transfer from the University of Virginia. Runner at first, two outs. And the pitch way outside, ball two. Dick, we got a pretty good crowd working, and uh, they're still coming in. $2. $2 tickets, $2 hot dogs, $2 drinks. I think that is of the soft variety. $2 Tuesday. That's right. And this is, uh, is there any doubt this is our best day so far? No doubt. This Got the great. windows open up here. We sure do. This is baseball. Two and nothing. Swung on, hit into left center field. Benson on a long run, but he's going to get there and make the catch for out number three. So that is all. But Lipscomb sends eight men to the plate. Four of them score. Four runs, 
three hits and one man left. We'll go to the bottom of the first inning. Lipscomb four, Middle Tennessee coming to bat on the Blue Raider Network from Learfield. The Blue Raiders are winners in the classroom, on the field, and the courts. Richard Lewis here. I want you to win in real estate also. Buying, selling, auction here in Tennessee, or along the Gulf Coast, a second home, or investing. Give me a call to help start that winning process. 615-319-9981. Oh, I'm never too busy for your referrals. Richard Lewis, Exit Realty, Bob Lamb & Associates. For close to a century, doctors and care teams at Ascension St. Thomas Rutherford have been dedicated to delivering compassionate, personalized care to Rutherford County and surrounding communities. We are leading the way with new services and healthcare options, and we continue to make significant investments in Rutherford County. In 2023, we're opening Tennessee's first neighborhood hospital at Westlawn, and expansions at our Rutherford Hospital campus are underway. Find all the care you need at ascension.org slash St. Thomas Rutherford. The Blue Raiders on News Radio WGNS, Murfreesboro, Smyrna. And we go to the bottom of the first inning. The Raiders already in a four run hole will face the Bison's right hander, Alex Brewer. Alex Brewer making his um, 11th appearance, um, only his fourth start. He's thrown 18 two thirds innings, 23 runs. 21 earned on 24 hits, 13 walks, 18 strikeouts. He's got a 10.12 ERA, a one and one record with no saves. Dick, this is, uh, it, to give you an idea, we were talking a little bit before the ball game about Coach Jeff Forehand and what he likes to do in these midweek games. He throws a lot of pitchers. Well, this guy's longest outing of the, of the season uh, was what three innings, and that was in his very first uh, uh, first game of the season back in February. So since then he's been uh, averaging no, looks like about two innings per outing. Here's Eston Snyder to lead off for the Raiders, who need base runners. Eston hitting 283, batting leadoff for the second straight game. Pitch is swung on, tapped foul to the backstop, strike one. So it looks to me like it's going to be unlikely that uh, these Raider hitters are going to see more, uh, a pitcher more than once. Snyder had two hits in the final game in San Antonio, and one of them brought the Raiders back in the ninth inning to a one-run deficit, but were unable to get any closer. There's a swing and a miss. It's 0-2, and another foul over by the Lipscomb dugout down to third base side. Third baseman Trace Willoyd is playing deep. Swung on a ground ball to short in the hole. Shortstop catch up over with the throw and got him mm. at first. That was a close play. One out in the first inning. Lipscomb defensively with Will Hoyt at third. Ketchup at short. Boak at second. Lundgren at first. And in the outfield, Coppage in left. Vergara in center. Lee in right. Jake Berg is the catcher. And the batters, J.T. Mabry, bounces it over the pitcher's mound. One hop to the second baseman. Over to first in time. 
That's two quick outs in the first inning. Two up, two down. Here's Brett Coker. Brewer is actually a graduate student, transferred from Lincoln Memorial. Where's that, Harrogate? That's right, up by the Kentucky line. Swing and a drive, and oh, wow. leaping catch by the second baseman, Polk, to take a hit away from Coker, and that will retire the side in the first inning for the Raiders. Three up and three down, nothing across. We go to the second inning. Lipscomb four, Middle Tennessee nothing on the Blue Raider Network from Learfield. Is that the sound of an ooey-gooey, cheesy, crunchy slice of (laughs) P-I-Z-Z-A? Obviously. But as good as that sounds, we think it can get even better. Oh, yeah. That's the sound of a freshly opened, fizz-filled Pepsi. The only thing that can take this flavor medley of crunchy dough, mouth-watering cheese, and savory sauce to the next level. How about another bite? Pepsi and pizza sound like a match made in heaven and taste even better. Pizza. Better with Pepsi. That's what I like. Prescription opioids can be addictive and dangerous. I was given a prescription opioid pain medication, and within only a few months, I was completely addicted. I lost everything. I had to leave school, stop playing sports in college, and I started to watch my life slip away. I want people to know that these drugs are addictive. One prescription can be all it takes to lose everything. Prescription opioids. It only takes a little to lose a lot. Visit cdc.gov rxawareness. The Blue Raiders play here. News Radio WGNS. Top of the second inning, number nine hitter, Lee, and then we'll go back to the top of the batting order for the Bison, who came within one batter batting around in that first inning when they scored four. Starter Jack Julian lasted only five batters. Walked two, gave up two doubles. And it's four to nothing. Here's the first pitch to Lee, and he slams it into right field for a base hit. Sophomore Will Lee with a leadoff single. And that's the second hit off Bryant Baranek. Found the hole, got it through. So the leadoff batter, Ketchup, will bat here in the second inning. You look at their team splits versus right-handers, and it doesn't look like, at least by the numbers, that they hit right-handers very well. But uh, that's not what we've been seeing so far, is it? Baranek checks the runner and delivers around a bunt. Ketchup took a ball up high. I'd say if, if Ketchup were to actually bunt, He's bunting for a base hit. Runner at first, nobody out. Throw over there and the runner back. You lay a bunt down on the the right side of the infield, get it past the pitcher and you're gonna run forever. Bunt back into the screen and it's one and one. I don't think that necessarily takes the bunt off. You want to stay out of the double play. You want to use the guy's speed. One and one the count. Baranek throws to first and back in there is Lee. 
think the ball and strike part of the scoreboard is working now. It's all working now. Here's the pitch. High ball two. Moranic delivers. A strike is called, and it's two and two. All right, that takes the bunt off. With his speed, though, it's going to be tough to turn a double play on a ground ball, isn't it? Leadoff single by Lee. He's the runner at first. Swinging a foul out of play to the right. Count holding it two and two. Here's the difference, John. In the first inning, just by rough count, Blue Raider pitchers threw 18 balls out of the strike zone, 13 strikes. In the first inning, Lipscomb's pitcher threw no balls, four strikes. Yeah. And the Raiders were up and down in order. Two and two the count to catch up. Lipscomb with their purple jerseys on, gold numerals, white pants. Raiders in their home whites. The pitch. Swing and a ground foul. He's uh, he's spoiled some pretty decent pitches. And uh, every time you spoil one, that means you run up that pitch count on Baranek just a little bit higher. And the pitch to the plate, the runner goes, it's hit to center. Benson back, still going back, still going back. Makes a one-hand stab as he stepped onto the warning track at the 395 sign, hauled it in for out number one. Well, he did a good job of tracking that down and uh, it sure helps that there's uh, not any wind showing right now. The batter is Alex Baraga. Center fielder, he walked and scored in the first. Runner at first, one out. Of course, the runner, Lee Will, or Will Lee, rather, he uh, he was already at second base, but he had to go back as soon as that was caught. Strike call, nothing in one. You know, if that gets over Vincent's head or he misplays it, that runner is going to score. Instead, he's back at first base. One strike to count. And a quick throw to first, the runner back. Always said the pitcher's two best friends are the double play ball and a fast outfield. Yeah. We've got a fast outfield, that's for sure. Here's the pitch to the plate. Taken inside for ball one. One and one, Virago, 3-0-3 hitter. Out of Colleyville, Texas. I don't know how he got away from San Antonio. Throw to first, runner back. Their squad made up almost exclusively of players from the Lone Star State. And there are a lot of them out there, <laughs> especially in that Houston area. Oh, yeah. 
One ball, one strike. Moranick again throws to first, the runner back. Lipscomb is a team that likes to run. They have stolen 69 bases this season as compared to the Raiders' 48, and the Raiders like to run too. So that, that just shows you they've had 85 attempts, 69 stolen bases, and there goes the runner, and there's the throw to second. It is off the mark, and that is a stolen base for Will Lee. It's only his third of the season. And the count now two and one on Baraga. So stolen base number 70 on the season for Lipscomb. Swinging a foul back. Count holds, or count will become two and two now. You know, one of the things that we know from watching this Lipscomb team over the last 17 years, and even before that in the Ken Dugan area, era, they play good basic baseball. Swung on, hit in the air into right center field. Everybody on a long run. Snyder there leaps at the wall and can't come out, come down with it. That one's over the fence. That is a two-run homer for Baraga, his 10th of the season. Uh, it looked like Eston Snyder thought he had a beat on it, it uh, and he went to the wall. He took a leap. Just wasn't high enough. Gave it the old college try. He certainly did that. First base for number 35, Mason Hit number three, runs number one and two off Baranek. And the batter is Lundgren, first baseman. Swing and a miss, strike one. He flied out to Galloway in the first inning. Six to nothing, Lipscomb. Swing and a little tap. And off the pitcher's glove, he can't make a play. Over on the third base side of the mound, Moranek tried to backhand it and couldn't come up with it. That'll be an infield hit. Has a little slow rolling, what, three, four, five hopper. Third base with a referee, Trace Wilhoit. I don't think he was going to throw him out anyway. One out, this is Wilhoit. Had a two-run double in the first inning. Right-handed batter. And Baranek's pitch is over but low. Ball one. I think we've got our largest crowd of the season, John. I think you're right. The pitch. Missed outside for ball two. Two balls, no strikes. Everybody uh, sitting in the sun right now. Soaking up some rays. See a lot of folks in short sleeves. Raiders' infield has shifted for Wilhoit. There's a pitch outside. Ball three. See more than a few in shorts. Three infielders to the left of second base. Of course, you can't do that in the big leagues anymore. No. Nope. But that rule does not apply to college baseball. And a strike call, three and one. 
Lundgren with that infield hit, the runner at first and one out. We're in the top of the second inning. Two runs have scored. Six to nothing, Lipscomb. Swung on, fouled out of play, three and two. Vincent shaded a little bit over into right center. And the pitch comes inside. Ball four and the throw to first base, which was unnecessary. Well, he thought Gets he had through the, the first baseman and is going to be oh, thrown God. away at third. The throw to the plate is going to be in time. The runner is out at home. So all of that results in an out at the plate. The pitch was ball four, and Vitato apparently didn't remember the count. He threw to first base, trying to catch the runner. And, of course, first baseman wasn't expecting it. No, he just Right, uh, and it went past him into right field. Snyder then picked it up. His throw to third was off the mark. Wright tried to do a, a kick save on that ball. But. Oh, that's, uh, that's terrible. Batter winds up at second base. The runner is thrown out at the plate, so there are two outs with a runner at second, and this ball popped foul. Jennings over there will make the catch, and that's out number three. So it may take us a second to uh, recap all of that. But in the inning, there were two runs on three hits. And one man left. We'll go to the bottom of the second inning. Lipscomb six, Middle Tennessee nothing on the Blue Raider Network from Learfield. Las Casas Drugs is a proud sponsor of Blue Raider Athletics, located at 4702 Las Casas Pike, just minutes from Murfreesboro. Las Casas Drugs strives to provide all of your pharmaceutical needs in that hometown atmosphere you deserve. Family-owned and operated, Las Casas Drugs offers free delivery, immunizations, drive through window, gift shop, merchandise, and medication management programs. Come by and see how we can make a difference. And go Blue Raiders! Middle Tennessee Electric proudly supports the MTSU Blue Raiders. And we're proud to power the school board lights at Reese Smith Jr. Field. When it comes to the electric service in the community, you can always trust MTE to do what's best for our members. We serve by providing affordable, reliable, safe electricity and outstanding member service. Here at MTE, we serve to make life better for our members and their communities. Visit www.mtemc.com to learn more. And that scoreboard, light it up, Blue Raiders. News Radio WGNS, the flagship station for Blue Raider sports. We go to the bottom of the second inning. Raiders trailing in this game six to nothing. We'll have the four, five, six hitters to face Alex Brewer, who set down the side on only four pitches in the first inning, John. Now we've got to be more patient than that at the at the plate, especially when you're this far down. Briggs Rudder will be the batter. You just can't give away uh, at bats. Rudder at 304 coming in, normally uh, is behind the plate. He is the DH in this game, takes ball one inside. 
Will Brewer has uh, a nice pad to work with now with a six to nothing lead. There's a swinging strike, one and one. There's a ground ball to short, big hop. And the throw of Frost is in time. Rudder is retired short to first for the first out. All right, so here's what they're scoring. You had uh, Lundgren at first. Wilhite walks. He advances to second on an error by the catcher, so that's where they're calling the error. Here is Galloway that takes the pitch outside, ball one. Lundgren was thrown out at home plate by uh, third baseman Jennings, uh, I think. They're saying it was the pitcher to the catcher, one to two. Pitcher was backing up third. That's what I thought. Galloway hits another one to short. And... Catch-up makes the play. It's out number two. Um, I think we need to pick another place to hit him, John. That's three assists yeah. already for the shortstop out of, out of five batters. Five outs and four ground balls. Two up, two down in the second inning. Here's D.J. Wright. Good to see him back in the lineup. He missed the final game of the UTSA series. Swinging a foul back. Strike one. Jammed that thumb on a throw, oh. on a swipe tag at play at first base, and it was swollen. This He hits this one back to the mound. Bluer knocks it down, throws to first. That's a quick one, two, three, second inning. Three up, three down for the second straight inning. So this pitcher with an earned run average of 10 has uh, been perfect so far. Nothing across. Two innings in the books. Lipscomb six, Metal Tennessee nothing on the Blue Raider Network from Learfield. It's just a few cocktails at happy hour. There aren't any cops around. After every game, we always have a few. It's no big deal. It was just a few drinks. I'm good. Hey, I can hold my liquor. I drink and drive all the time. If you put away some drinks, put away your keys. Fans don't let fans drive drunk. Brought to you by the Tennessee Highway Safety Office. Will Fraley, attorney at law, has experience you can count on. Former Blue Raider baseball player and MTSU alum Will Fraley serves Murfreesboro and the surrounding communities. Put a strong and experienced legal fighter on your case. Give Will Fraley a call and he can handle all of your legal matters, including criminal and domestic or family law. Visit WillFraleyLaw.com or call 615-410-7290. You are listening to NTSU Sports on WGNS. We go to the third inning. Raiders trailing six to nothing here against uh, Lipscomb. Same two teams tomorrow in Nashville, and we'll be on the air at 5:45 from the Lipscomb press box. Jake Berg will lead it off in the third. 
Berg is the catcher. He's a left-handed hitter. Struck out in the first inning. In fact, he was the first batter that Baranek faced in that first inning, and Baranek struck him out. First pitch, low and inside, ball one. Justin Lee up and throwing in the uh, Raider bullpen. I think they'd like to get Baranek through this inning before they have to go to Lee. Berg takes it high, ball two. He is from Green Bay, Wisconsin. And Moranic with the pitch, outside, ball three. This has been an elusive strike zone for it's, Raider pitchers it has. tonight. It has. Swing and a miss. Count goes full, three and two. And uh, Bison's haven't given us many breaks. Now that was one. I think that was a ball. That one was. Strike three called inside corner. That was a wow. nice pitch by Baranek. Wow. I'd already had him walk in the first, Dick. One out in the third. Baranek's second, second strikeout, and Berg has been the victim both times. The batter is Boak, the second baseman. Single to left. His first at bat takes the pitch inside for ball one. That was an RBI single he had, and he hits this ball down the left field line and deep. Galloway on a long run near the foul pole, looks up, and that one's gone. Right, just to the right of the foul pole. So that is the second home run for the Bisons tonight, both off Baranek. I thought that was going to somehow or another get foul, but it didn't. That's his third home run of the season. And it's seven to nothing. And the batter is David Coppage. Takes a strike call, nothing and one. Breaking ball misses inside. One ball, one strike. Off-speed pitch in there for a call strike at one and two. Coppage hit it a mile in the first inning, but uh, Vincent was able to haul it in. Here's the one-two and a ball outside. Now, when you talk about Vincent hauling that thing in, he didn't have a, many more steps to go out there in center field. Two balls, two strikes. Swing and a miss, struck him out. Got him on a pitch away. Second strikeout in the inning. And the batter is the number nine hitter, Will Lee. 
Poked one into right field for a leadoff single in the second inning. A switch hitter batting left-handed against Baranek. Takes a pitch outside. One ball, no strikes. Will Lee was hitting only 178 coming into the game. Swung on, bounces it to the right side. Wright has got it. He will race him to first. Win by two steps. So Lee is out. First baseman Wright unassisted. One run, one hit. That's the home run by Bolt. Nobody left. We go to the bottom of the third inning. Lipscomb seven, Middle Tennessee nothing on the Blue Raider Network from Learfield. For close to a century, doctors and care teams at Ascension St. Thomas Rutherford have been dedicated to delivering compassionate, personalized care to Rutherford County and surrounding communities. We are leading the way with new services and healthcare options, and we continue to make significant investments in Rutherford County. In 2023, we're opening Tennessee's first neighborhood hospital at Westlawn, and expansions at our Rutherford Hospital campus are underway. Find all the care you need at ascension.org slash St. Thomas Rutherford. At State Farm, when home and auto work as a team, you score and save money. I'm State Farm Agent Andy Wama. Give me a call at 615-890-0850 and let's work together to win big by saving money on home and auto. With the service you get from State Farm, you might think our car insurance costs more. I'm State Farm Agent Andy Wama. Give me a call at 615-890-0850 and let me show you with discounts up to 40%. You may find it even costs less. The Blue Raiders play here. WGNS, Murfreesboro, Smyrna. We'll go to the bottom of the third inning. Jared Vitato will lead it off for the Raiders. Against the right-hander, Alex Brewer, who has set the side down in order in each of the first two innings. And it's allowed only one hard hit ball. Pitches a strike at the knees to the left-handed hitting Vitato. Lights on here at uh, Reese Smith Field as the sun is uh, about to dip below the or behind the press box over at Floyd Stadium. Swing and a foul off to the left. Count is 0-2 on Jared Vitato. Vitato out of Gallatin, Tennessee, played at station camp. Swung on, popped up into shallow left field, shortstop back, left fielder coming on, he calls for it and makes the catch. That was Coppage, called off the shortstop, said, I got it. That's out number one. That's the first baseball that the Raiders have gotten out of the infield. Here's Gabe Jennings, Raider third baseman. That's from the right side. Look that big hole up the middle. Pitch, strike call. Hit that ball where it, where where it comes it from. from. He's got right. a base hit. Swing and a tap foul behind the plate. They, they play Vincent as a pull hitter on the left side and on the right side. The second baseman is just about normal, so there's a huge hole. Up the middle, pitches outside, one and two. Jennings is one of those uh, Raiders who's been 
struggling it a, a bit at the plate the last week or so. Oh, he had a terrible start. Came on strong and ground ball left side. Had him play just right. Throw to first. That was the third baseman Wilhoit making the play for out number two. Eight up, eight down for the Raiders in this game. And the batter will be the number nine hitter, Luke Vinson. Well, would you say that Alex Brewer is a pitch to contact kind of guy? Looks that way. He's a senior. And there's a strike to Vincent, nothing in one. In fact, he's a grad senior, 6'4", 225 from Coryton, Tennessee. That's East Tennessee, and as we said, a transfer from Lincoln Memorial. Ball one, one and one now to Vincent. Luke looks at a strike, one and two. Well, Brewer's longest outing of the season was in, in on February 17th against Notre Dame. Swing and a miss, strike three. Went three innings in that. He's now gone three innings here. Nothing going on in the Lipscomb bullpen, though. Three up, three down for the Raiders. Nothing to cross. We have completed three innings. And your totals for Lipscomb, seven runs, seven hits, no errors for the Raiders. No runs, no hits. They have committed an error. Seven to nothing, Bisons, as we go to the fourth on the Blue Raider Network from Learfield. Today's game is brought to you in part by proud partners of Blue Raider Athletics, Granison Associates, certified public accountants. They provide a full range of tax preparation, accounting, and bookkeeping services for both business and individual needs. That's Granison Associates. Give them a call at 615-895-1040 or visit Granison Associates online at gcpas.com. Nothing is more expensive than a missed opportunity that could have changed your life. Maybe you're just graduating high school or are working and need to earn a degree to advance your career. Or you aspire to be a leader and a graduate degree can make that happen. Whether you're just starting out or retooling for the future, Middle Tennessee State University can help you get there. MTSU, the University of Opportunities. Flagship station for Blue Raider Sports, WGNS. Go to the fourth inning, and the Bison starting their third time through the order. And Ketchup, the leadoff man, takes the pitch for a call strike, nothing and one. Baratic's gone two and two thirds since being summoned in in the first inning. That pitch is low for a ball. One and one. Raiders had Justin Lee up throwing in the last inning, but uh, he's not out there throwing right now. Unless he's behind that post. And I, I don't see any stray arms, so probably not. One ball, one strike to the Bison's leadoff hitter, catch up. Pounds this one into left center. Vincent on his horse, looking up. It's off the wall, and it went actually out of the ballpark. Hit off the batter's eye, 
and bounced back in. The batter's eye is outside the fence. And so that is a solo home run for Caleb Ketchup and the third long ball for the Bisons in this game. So the information we got uh, from their media department was absolutely right. <laughs> yeah, and that's number nine for Ketchup. He doesn't look like a guy who's going to hit nine home runs. No, he does not. <clears throat> Pitch is high, ball one. <coughs> so that's the fourth run given up by Baranek, and that's hit number six off him. Bergara swings and fouls this one out of play. One and one. He had a home run back in the second inning. There's a pitch low, two and one. Coming into this game, the Bisons are were three home runs away from breaking the single season record. I think they've already done that in this game. John. I think uh, it's probably right. There's a swinging strike, two and two. No, I'm sorry, I was reading the wrong note. Two balls, two strikes. Ball three is outside. Tried to check his swing and went around. So that's a strikeout. And Baranek's fourth of the game, one out. Left-handed hitter is Lundgren, takes a strike call, nothing in one. Ball is low, one ball, one strike. Lipscomb has scored in every inning. They lead eight to nothing. They've hit three home runs. That gives them now 62 on the season. Swing and a foul. One ball, two strikes. Bryant Baranek delivers. Check swing. On appeal, third base umpire says no. Did not swing. Mm. Two and two. Pitch is swung on, hit to second. Mabry up with it over to first for out number two in the inning. And after the home run, two outs for Trace Wilhoyt. No one would ever accuse Mason Lundgren of not running out that ground ball. He worked hard down that line, even though the play was in front of him and well, it takes an off-speed pitch for a strike. Nothing in one. Chop that curveball in for a strike. Two-run double in the first inning. Walked in the second. 
he was involved in that crazy play. There's a little tap to the mound. Baranek has this one. Fires a strike to first, and that's all for the Bisons in the fourth. One run, one hit, the home run by Ketchup. Nobody left. We'll go to the bottom of the fourth. The Raiders uh, need a hit, and if they get one, you might win a Wendy's cheeseburger. Stay That's with right. us for that on the Blue Raider Network from Learfield. Middle Tennessee Electric proudly supports the MTSU Blue Raiders, and we're proud to power the scoreboard lights at Reese Smith Jr. Field. When it comes to the electric service in the community, you can always trust MTE to do what's best for our members. We serve by providing affordable, reliable, safe electricity and outstanding member service. Here at MTE, we serve to make life better for our members and their communities. Visit www.mtemc.com to learn more. And that scoreboard, light it up, Blue Raiders. Las Casas Drugs is a proud sponsor of Blue Raider Athletics, located at 4702 Las Casas Pike, just minutes from Murfreesboro. Las Casas Drugs strives to provide all of your pharmaceutical needs in that hometown atmosphere you deserve. Family-owned and operated, Las Casas Drugs offers free delivery, immunizations, drive through window, gift shop, merchandise, and medication management programs. Come by and see how we can make a difference. And go Blue Raiders! The Blue Raiders on News Radio WGNS. Top of the batting order in the fourth inning. This is the Wendy's inning. If the Blue Raiders get a hit in this fourth inning, you'll have a chance to win a free Dave's single cheeseburger, courtesy of Wendy's. Let's see if we can manufacture something here. Snyder grounded out in the first inning, takes the pitch high for ball one. Oh, that's something that this starter, Alex Brewer, has not done a lot. Miss on that first pitch. Check swing and a strike called, one and one. Raiders have had one ball hit out of the... Up and down in order in each of the first three innings. And there's a strike call to Snyder, one and two. Right-hander winds and fires. Strike three call. Snyder took a low pitch and apparently caught the bottom of the strike zone. Second strikeout for Brewer. Yeah, yeah. Brewer uh, did not get a strikeout from the first eight batters that he faced in this ball game. Now he's that two in a row, one to end the last inning, one to start this one. JT Mabry takes the strike call, nothing and one. Eight to nothing Lipscomb, we're in the fourth. Outside with a fastball, one ball, one strike. Swing and a miss, and it's one and two. Changed up on him. After throwing a 91 mile an hour fastball, he comes back with an 80 mile an hour changeup. Ball hit to right center and a base there hit. There it is. So JT Mabry breaks up the no hitter. The Raiders have their first base runner. And we've all won Dave's single cheeseburgers. So the Raiders 
Campbell base runner with one out. The batter is Brent Coker. Coker lined out in the first inning, and uh, that ball appeared to be headed for right field, but the second baseman leaped and caught it. Oh, that was a good play, too. Pitch low and outside to Play Coker, ball one. 15, Coker. Coker at 384 leads the team in hitting. And is actually third in the uh, conference in the batting race. Swung on, hit in the air to right center field. Center fielder is over there and he will take it in. That's for Gara. That is out number two. And with two outs, the batter is Briggs Rudder. So the Raiders with a hit in the fourth inning. You can text the word single to 83200, and you will receive a coupon for a free Dave's single cheeseburger. Good at any Murfreesboro or Smyrna location. Pitches inside to Rudder for ball one. Mabry leads at first, swinging a miss. One ball, one strike. Here's Brewer with the pitch, ground ball to short. Charging, catch up over to first in time. Rudder grounds out to short for the second time in the game. That is all in the fourth, no runs, a hit. One left. We've completed four innings. Lipscomb eight, Middle Tennessee nothing. On the Blue Raider Network from Learfield. At State Farm, when home and auto work as a team, you score and save money. I'm State Farm agent Andy Wama. Give me a call at 615-890-0850 and let's work together to win big by saving money on home and auto. With the service you get from State Farm, you might think our car insurance costs more. I'm State Farm agent Andy Wama. Give me a call at 615-890-0850 and let me show you with discounts up to 40%, you may find it even costs less. Our employees at Purity Dairy are proud to be true blue supporters of Middle Tennessee athletics and their student athletes. At Purity Dairy, we aim to be the most trusted source of wholesome, delicious dairy products for every occasion. We never forget how fortunate we are to be invited into your home, and we earn our place by holding ourselves to the highest standards. With over 100 products available in Tennessee, Alabama, and Kentucky, visit your local retailer for Purity Milk, ice cream, and more. The Blue Raiders on News Radio WGNS, Murfreesboro, Smyrna. We go to the top of the fifth inning. Raiders have made a pitching change here, and they'll bring in their third pitcher. Uh, he is freshman right-hander Justin Lee. Justin Lee making his 14th appearance, all but one of those in relief. He's thrown. Uh, 25 and two-thirds innings, given up 26 runs. Just 17 of them earned, though, on 31 hits. 13, uh, 11 strikeouts, or 11 walks, 12 strikeouts. I'll get my columns right. 5.96 ERA, a three-and-one record with one save. Justin's last appearance was in uh, San Antonio Friday night. Won a third of an inning, gave up three hits and two runs and hit two batters. 
he did not have a good outing. I suspect that was fairly painful. Not only for him, but for the <laughs> players that he hit. Yeah. Well, this being the uh, 17th of April, a lot of, in, in, a, in another era, a lot of teams are just opening the season. A lot of big league That's teams right. are just opening the season. And uh, there were some, some things that, uh, that happened there that were historical. In 1934, at Crosley Field in Cincinnati, Red Barber called his first Major League Baseball game. Red Barber was uh, the old redhead, isn't that what they called him? Yep. Here's Kelly to lead it off. Came out of Florida, went to work for the Reds, went on to Brooklyn, ended up with the Yankees. He was 26 years old and he had never seen a Major League Baseball game before he broadcast that first game, John, 1934. One ball, no strikes, the count, the pitch. Blowing inside, ball two, two and oh. The old redhead, Yeah, he, uh, up in the catbird seat. Yeah, for years and years and years, he did a commentary on NPR on the, on Friday mornings. Which was outstanding. I oh, loved him. Two balls, no strikes. Ground ball, foul, pass first. And he by was the Blue Raider dugout. He was kind of a renaissance man. He uh, he just loved knowledge for the sake of knowledge. He, he was a southerner and he had quite a draw, but uh, they loved him up in Brooklyn, didn't well, they? They sure did. Two and one to count. Outside ball three. Three balls and a strike. This date also marked the debut of Pete Gray with the uh, St. Louis Browns That's in right. 1945. Who spent the 1944 season with the Memphis Chicks and the Southern Association. And what's uh, different about Pete Gray, he played this game with only one arm. Made his major league debut, had a uh, hit in four at bats for the St. Louis Browns. He was 30 years old at the time. Three balls, two strikes, the pitch. Swinging a ground ball, that's a base hit to right for Austin Kelly. Well, there was a war going on, and uh, a lot of guys who didn't have any business playing in the major Catch leagues five, were playing in the major leagues in 1944. So Kelly, or 45, 45. Yeah, 45. Kelly leads off the fifth with a single. And the batter is Jake Boak. I'm sorry, Jake Berg. Boak is next. Uh, swing and a miss, strike one. Well, you mentioned that uh, back in the day that uh, opening day for the big leagues was sometimes after the middle of April. Exactly, back when it was uh, a different game. It was. One strike. Swung on, hit foul out of play to the left. Not going to say it was a better game, but it was a different game. It was a different game, but that's also why on the 15th of April, 1960, 
the White Sox and the Cleveland Indians were playing an exhibition game at Old Rustwood Park in Memphis. And during that ball game, uh, Frank Lane traded Rocky Calavito to the Detroit uh, Tigers. For Harvey Keene. For Harvey Keene and started the Curse of Calavito. <laughs> and I've always claimed that the first victim of the Curse of Calavito was Old Rustwood Park itself because it burned down that night. One ball, one strike. Lee checks the runner, and the pitch is low and blocked by Vitato. Two and one. I still have the ticket stub from that game. From the exhibition game? Yeah. Uh, yeah. Uh -huh. The last game ever played at Russwood Park. Here's the pitch outside ball three. And they've Three been, and one. They had been playing on that site since the 1890s, I guess. It's a parking lot now. Kelly, the runner at first, draws a throw. Oh, that one almost got away. You mentioned Pete Gray played yeah. the previous season in Memphis. He sure uh, did with the chicks. With one arm. Yep. Hit 333. Yep. What an athlete. The pitch swung on, and that one is going to be out of play. It's, it's twilight time here at uh, Reese Smith Field. It's you know, difficult to see that ball when it comes off the bat. When it's tied, twilight on the trail. Yep. Yeah, that trail around the bases is uh, pretty. Mm. It's been pretty defi well defined by Lipscomb. They're running now, and the throw to second, not in time. Kelly still second. Well, and that was a strike, so it's three and two. Even with an eight to nothing lead in the uh, fifth inning, Lipscomb is not going to let up. And the payoff pitch grounded to right side, base hit. They're going to wave the runner home. Here comes the throw from Snyder. It's a little offline. Back to second, and the runner is safe at second. That'll be a base hit and an RBI for Berg. And he will go to second on the throw to the plate. So and it's just a single. That run is a, a product of the stolen base. Without the stolen base, he's not going to score from first. So a runner at second, nobody out. It's nine to nothing. Parks Boak, second baseman, has a single and a home run in two trips. Takes a strike, nothing and one. Lee checks the runner at second and the pitch swung on, drilled down the left field line, and that one is foul. And it's a good thing. He hit that ball a long way, didn't he? 
Wow. Nothing in two. Justin Lee with the pitch. Missed low and inside, ball one. Well, Lipscomb has now managed to score in every inning. Swing and a miss. And the ball popped out of the catcher's mitt. Vita Toll will throw him out at first. One out. Jake Cothran throwing in the bull, uh, Raider bullpen. Left fielder number two, David Coppage. Here is Coppage. He has flied to center and struck out 0 for 2. Number eight hitter in the order. One run is scored here in the fifth. Swinging a foul off to the left. Looks well, like, while we're talking about things that yeah. happened on this date, in 1951, okay. a young man, a switch hitter from Oklahoma, made his major league <laughs> debut. 19-year-old Mickey Mantle. But he was not in center field, was he? Grounded out to second base in his first major league at bat. There's a strike, and it's 0-2. Yeah, and Mickey Mantle, of course, was famous as a center fielder, but he was not a center fielder in 1951 because uh, somebody named DiMaggio out there. Somebody named DiMaggio was out there, yeah. Swung on, hit in the air to left center and deep, and Benson could only watch that one, and that one is out of the ballpark, just to the left of the batter's eye in left center field. And that is the fourth home run for the Lipscomb team tonight. Coppage, a two-run homer. That's his only his second home run of the season. Nothing is more expensive than a missed opportunity that could have changed your life. Maybe you're just graduating high school or are working and need to earn a degree to advance your career. Or you aspire to be a leader and a graduate degree can make that happen. Whether you're just starting out or retooling for the future, Middle Tennessee State University can help you get there. MTSU, the University of Opportunities. Prescription opioids can be addictive and dangerous. I was given a prescription opioid pain medication, and within only a few months, I was completely addicted. I lost everything. I had to leave school, stop playing sports in college, and I started to watch my life slip away. I want people to know that these drugs are addictive. One prescription can be all it takes to lose everything. Prescription opioids. It only takes a little to lose a lot. Visit cdc.gov rxawareness.
Will Fraley, attorney at law, has experience you can count on. Former Blue Raider baseball player and MTSU alum Will Fraley serves Murfreesboro and the surrounding communities. Put a strong and experienced legal fighter on your case. Give Will Fraley a call and he can handle all of your legal matters, including criminal and domestic or family law. Visit WillFraleyLaw.com or call 615-410-7290. Las Casas Drugs is a proud sponsor of Blue Raider Athletics, located at 4702 Las Casas Pike, just minutes from Murfreesboro. Las Casas Drugs strives to provide all of your pharmaceutical needs in that hometown atmosphere you deserve. Family-owned and operated, Las Casas Drugs offers free delivery, immunizations, drive-through window, gift shop, merchandise, and medication management programs. Come by and see how we can make a difference. And go Blue Raiders! At State Farm, when home and auto work as a team, you score and save money. I'm State Farm Agent Andy Wama. Give me a call at 615-890-0850 and let's work together to win big by saving money on home and auto. With the service you get from State Farm, you might think our car insurance costs more. I'm State Farm Agent Andy Wama. Give me a call at 615-890-0850 and let me show you with discounts up to 40%. You may find it even costs less. It's just a few cocktails at happy hour. There aren't any cops around. After every game, we always have a few. It's no big deal. It was just a few drinks. I'm good. Hey, I can hold my liquor. I drink and drive all the time. If you put away some drinks, put away your keys. Fans don't let fans drive drunk. Brought to you by the Tennessee Highway Safety Office. change and uh, Jake Cothran was uh, throwing and he's the one that's coming in. All right we'll take a break back to tell you about uh, Cothran and more on the Blue Raider Network from Learfield. Chip Walters here with Exit Realty, Bob Lamb and Associates. I was named a top 10 agent in the number one Exit Realty office in America in 2021. The top question I get around town, how's the market? Ah, good question. And the answer's changed a few times this year alone. I'd like to know what you've heard and share some solid data we have. Give me a call and let's have a cup of coffee and take a look at what's happening in your neighborhood. All my contact info is right on my website, choosechip.net. I'm Chip Walters with Exit Realty, Bob Lamb and Associates. 
Nothing is more expensive than a missed opportunity that could have changed your life. Maybe you're just graduating high school, or are working and need to earn a degree to advance your career. Or you aspire to be a leader, and a graduate degree can make that happen. Whether you're just starting out or retooling for the future, Middle Tennessee State University can help you get there. MTSU, the University of Opportunities. The Blue Raiders play here. News Radio WGNS. Waiters will uh, bring in uh, their lone left-hander to uh, take over pitching duties here in the fifth inning. And that's Jake Cothran who will be making his ninth appearance. Those have all been in relief. He's thrown 16 and two-thirds innings, given up 10 runs, eight of them earned on 13 hits, 11 walks, 16 strikeouts. He's got a 4.32 ERA, a one-in-row record with no saves. So Catherine will take over with runners at first and second. Two outs here in the fifth inning. Justin Lee goes only two-thirds of an inning. Cothran is out of Inman, South Carolina. He's a sophomore, 6'1", 185. And the Raiders' only available left-hander will pitch to the left-hand hitting Mason Lundgren. He's the cleanup hitter. And he is batting from the left side and takes a strike, nothing in one. Lundgren has a single in three trips. Incomplete numbers on Justin Lee he goes two thirds of an inning. So far giving up three runs on four hits, one walk and one strikeout. Swinging a ground ball to third, Jennings over and he'll get the force to end the inning. Force on the runner coming down from second. So that is all. Lund uh, Cothran comes in, throws two pitches and gets out of there. But not before three runs score on what'd you have John four hits yeah three yep, runs four on hits. four hits yep and two men left halfway home in this game and Lipscomb on top 11 to nothing as we go to the bottom of the fifth inning on the Blue Raider Network from Today's game is brought to you in part by proud partners of Blue Raider Athletics, Grannis & Associates, certified public accountants. They provide a full range of tax preparation, accounting, and bookkeeping services for both business and individual needs. That's Grannis & Associates. Give them a call at 615-895-1040 or visit Grannis & Associates online at gcpas.com. It's just a few cocktails at happy hour. There aren't any cops around. After every game, we always have a few. It's no big deal. It was just a few drinks. I'm good. Hey, I can hold my liquor. I drink and drive all the time. If you put away some drinks, put away your keys. Fans don't let fans drive drunk. Brought to you by the Tennessee Highway Safety Office. 
News Radio WGNS, the flagship station for Blue Raider Sports. Jackson Galloway will lead it off for the Raiders here in the fifth inning, trailing 11 to nothing. Alex Brewer, the right-hander, has allowed only one base runner in this game. There's a strike call to Galloway, nothing in one. He grounded to short in the second. And Brewer comes right back with a fastball letter high strike, and it's 0-2. Galloway right and beat a toe here in the fifth. Swinging a little pop-up, first baseman backing up, and Lundgren will take it there for out number one. One down in the fifth inning. So this guy's a lot better than a 10-run run. Oh, yeah. He is uh, totally... DJ Wright will take a pitch low for ball one. DJ hit back to the mound in the second inning. And the pitch. Just missed outside. One and two balls, no strikes. Coming in, DJ at 287. A strike. Caught the outer portion. Two balls and a strike. One down in the fifth. Swinging strike, and it's two and two. So Lipscomb has scored in every inning, and the Raiders have had only one hit in the game. Now that at least was in the inning that counted, if you're counting hits. Pitches outside, balls three. Three and two. And they swing and a miss, struck him out. Third strikeout for Brewer. Batter is Jared Vitato. All I can all I can say is I'm glad we're not going to have to face this guy again tomorrow. Vitato, a redshirt freshman, swings on the first pitch, fouls it out of play. Strike one. Same two teams tomorrow night in Nashville. Be at Ken Dugan Field on the Lipscomb campus. Pitch is low. You know, John, these teams traded shutouts last year. Yeah. The Raiders pitched a shutout in Nashville, and Lipscomb pitched a shutout here last year and won three to nothing, I think. Strike called, one and two to Vitato. And uh, Lipscomb now goes into a shift. They moved the third baseman. There's a shot in the right field. It didn't it help didn't, them any. Not one bit. Peter Toll, a solid single to right for the Raiders' second hit of the game. And with two outs, the batter will be Gabe Jennings. And uh, three infielders on the right side, and he still managed to find the hole. Jennings grounded to third in his uh, only previous at bat. And Brewer, the right-hander, delivers a strike. Nothing in one. 
Brewer came into the game with a one and one record. Runner goes and the ball skied in the infield. Second, second baseman is over. Bolt will make the catch for out number three and that's all for the Raiders in the fifth. No runs, a hit and one left. We've completed five full innings. Lipscomb 11, Middle Tennessee nothing on the Blue Raider Network from Learfield. We know that juicy, cheesy, grilled-to-perfection burger sounds amazing, but it does sound like something is missing. Pepsi, baby! The yin to this burger's yang. Burgers and Pepsi go together like, well, like burgers and Pepsi. This perfect blending of flavors makes every bite of lettuce, every sesame seed on the bun, and every sip of that crisp, refreshing, ice-cold cola a journey to Foodopia. Burgers, better with Pepsi. That's what I like. Chip Walters here with Exit Realty, Bob Lamb and Associates. I was named a top 10 agent in the number one Exit Realty office in America in 2021. The top question I get around town, how's the market? Eh, good question. And the answer's changed a few times this year alone. I'd like to know what you've heard and share some solid data we have. Give me a call and let's have a cup of coffee and take a look at what's happening in your neighborhood. All my contact info is right on my website, choosechip.net. I'm Chip Walters with Exit Realty, Bob Lamb and Associates. You're listening to NTSU Sports on WGNS. We take it into the sixth inning here, 11 to nothing, Lipscomb leading. We've had a couple of dropouts in our broadcast, but we understand that uh, the problem is is not here in the booth. It's a campus uh, problem, and the Lipscomb people down in the visiting radio booth had a similar situation. We don't use telephone lines anymore, do we? A cell phone socket. All right. Well, Jake Cothran's still on the mound, Dick. Got to face Trace Wilhoyt. Bisons do have someone throwing in their bullpen. Raiders have a new left fielder. Uh, That is Bryce Simlar has gone in to play left field. Is that a straight-up change? Strike call to uh, Will Hoyt. And the pitch fouled out of play. I suspect we're going to see a few more changes like that over the course of this ballgame. Unless the something changes radically two strikes pitch outside for a ball well Bowers got his five innings in with an 11 run lead It'd be interesting to see whether this uh, young man throwing down in the uh, Bison's bullpen is just getting his work in or is he going to come into the ball game strike three called Will Hoyt called out on strikes and Jake Cothran picks up a strikeout. One out in the sixth. The batter is Austin Kelly. Austin Kelly. Single and a double in three trips for this left-handed hitter. And the pitch 
just missed the knees. Ball one. One ball, no strikes. Blowing inside, and it's 2-0 and to Kelly. Well, we lost a few fans, I think, when the uh, sun went down. Well, it all of a sudden got, in a, little, it got a little bit chillier. I wish I had long sleeves down. When the sun went down and the score went up. Yeah. Well, you, you can only eat so many $2 hot dogs, right? Strike called. It's 2-1. and one. Jake Cothran is the fourth pitcher used by the Raiders, and there's a shot on one hop, first baseman. D.J. Wright, he'll make the play unassisted for out number two. Two down in the sixth for the catcher, Jake Berg, has a single and three trips. The catcher number five, Jake Berg. Lipscomb has 12 hits in the game. The Raiders have two. Pitches outside for ball one to Berg. Raiders uh, have got a shift going on in the infield. Gabe Jennings, the only player on the uh, left side now. Strike is called. It's one and one. Mabry's playing in short field, yeah. short okay. right field. Okay, now they're shifting, and uh, Brett Coker changes places. He goes back to the shortstop area. Strike two. It's one and two. And Gabe Jennings, the third baseman, is now playing. Oh gosh, he's got to be what twenty feet. Outside, two and two. To the right of the second base. And D.J. Wright is guarding the line at first. Two balls, two strikes. Strike three call. Got him on a breaking. Hurt didn't swing the bat. Three up, three down in the sixth. Nothing across. Good inning for the Blue Raiders, and we'll go to the bottom of the sixth. The sixth it is Lipscomb 11, Middle Tennessee nothing on the Blue Raider Network from Learfield. Las Casas Drugs is a proud sponsor of Blue Raider Athletics, located at 4702 Las Casas Pike, just minutes from Murfreesboro. Las Casas Drugs strives to provide all of your pharmaceutical needs in that hometown atmosphere you deserve. Family-owned and operated, Las Casas Drugs offers free delivery, immunizations, drive-through window, gift shop, merchandise, and medication management programs. Come by and see how we can make a difference. And go Blue Raiders! Will Fraley, attorney at law, has experience you can count on. Former Blue Raider baseball player and MTSU alum Will Fraley serves Murfreesboro and the surrounding communities. Put a strong and experienced legal fighter on your case. Give Will Fraley a call and he can handle all of your legal matters, including criminal and domestic or family law. Visit willfraleylaw.com or call 615-410-7290. 
The Blue Raiders play here. WTNS, Murfreesboro, Smyrna. We go to the bottom of the sixth inning, and for the Raiders, Luke Benson will lead it off, and we'll go back to the top of the order. That's the first inning, John, that Lipscomb has not scored. Top of the sixth. They went down in order. We're going to get a new catcher here. What's going on? Here's something else that yeah. happened uh, in 1951. Opening day at Wrigley Field in Chicago. And they had a promotion. They brought in a uh, professional golfer named Sam Sneed. Uh -huh. And Sneed set the golf ball on the tee at home plate and sent one over the scoreboard at Wrigley Field. Wow. And no wonder they called him Slamming Sam. Oh. He won three Masters, three yep. PGA Championships, and one British Open, and 40 years as a pro golfer. There's a ball hit to left field. That's fair. Fair ball, and Vincent is going to cruise into second base with a stand-up double. And that is the Raiders' first extra base hit of this game. Hit number three off Brewer. Well, as you uh, pointed out, our, our fans were anxious to manufacture some kind of spirit because they uh, they certainly got spirited about that double. Here's Snyder, 0 for 2 in the game. Looks at a pitch low for ball one. He is grounded to short and been called out on strikes. Brewer has not been a strikeout pitcher. As you commented earlier, he's been pitching to contact, and the contact hasn't been that great. Well, he's also in uh, in the sixth inning now, which is twice as long as any of his previous outings this season. One ball, one strike now to Snyder. That one gets away from the catcher, and down to third goes Benson. I don't think that got into the dirt. Did it, it look that way to you? Thought it hit off his mitt. I thought so too, which would be a pass ball. Runner third, nobody out. Even there, though there's no such thing as a pass ball. Two balls, one strike. Will Fraley, attorney at law, has experience you can count on. Former Blue Raider baseball player and MTSU alum Will Fraley serves Murfreesboro and the surrounding communities. Put a strong and experienced legal fighter on your case. Give Will Fraley a call and he can handle all of your legal matters, including criminal and domestic or family law. Visit WillFraleyLaw.com or call 615-410-7290. Las Casas Drugs is a proud sponsor of Blue Raider Athletics, located at 4702 Las Casas Pike, just minutes from Murfreesboro. 
Last Casas Drugs strives to provide all of your pharmaceutical needs in that hometown atmosphere you deserve. Family-owned and operated, Last Casas Drugs offers free delivery, immunizations, drive through window, gift shop, merchandise, and medication management programs. Come by and see how we can make a difference. And go Blue Raiders! The flagship station for Blue Raider Sports, WGNS. That must be from those one kids ball playing. Or three balls, one strike to Mabry. Gets this one out of play. Count will go full, three and two. And understand we had another dropout, and that is uh, it's unfortunate, but it's nothing we can do about it up here in the booth. It's something that's been happening campus-wide, we understand. Swing and a foul back. Counts three and two on Mabry. One out in the sixth inning. A run is in. It is 11 to one. Brett Coker would be next for the Raiders. And the pitch. Swung on, popped up, shallow left field. Gonna be taken in fair territory by the shortstop. Catch him, and that is out number two. Ketchup went a long way, and it, for Satan, it looked like he was going to catch that ball in foul territory. Then it moved back. Uh, he was, what, maybe a step and a half into fair territory. Here's Coker. First pitch to him is low. He is lined out and fly to center. Benson led off the inning with a double and scored uh, Went to third on a wild pitch and scored on uh, Snyder's ground out. One and one now to Coker. And Brewer with the pitch way outside, ball two. Well, Brewer has not thrown many outside the strike zone tonight. He has not. He has been peppering that strike zone and uh, hasn't walked anybody. The ball fouled back this way and oh. hit the overhang on the press box. Back down below us here. I don't know who got that one, but uh, that was up for grabs. Three and two. And a shot foul past third. Not three and two, it's two and two. Two and two to Cole. Bases empty, two outs. And Brewers pitch, low ball three. The Bisons have a right-hander ready to go down in their bullpen. In fact, it looks like they have two of them. Three balls, two strikes to Coker. Long look in by Brewer. Now he backs off the rubber. Now the official is taking a notebook out of his back pocket and making a notation. Is that, uh, are they allowed only so many times to do that, John? Well, I'm wondering if maybe Coker called timeout. No, they charged that to uh 
They charge that to uh, Lipscomb. Three and two the count. And Brewer with the pitch. Swung out and missed. Coker strikes out to end the inning. That is all in the sixth inning for the Raiders. They pick up a run on one hit. Nobody left. Totals after six. Lipscomb 11 runs, 12 hits, no errors. Middle Tennessee, one run, three hits, one error. 11 to one. Lipscomb as we go to the seventh inning of the Blue Raider Network from Learfield. Did you realize that over 85% of Americans own a cell phone, but only 40% own an individual life insurance policy? That leaves way too many families who'll be unprotected if they suddenly lose a parent. That's why we'd also like to point out that 100% of State Farm agents offer life insurance. So if you're at the place where procrastination just meant motivation, use that cell phone of yours and call me, State Farm Agent Deb Insel at 931-684-5274. Prescription opioids can be addictive and dangerous. My son was 20 years old when he was prescribed opioids. It took him five days to get addicted. I'm not supposed to be the one to go get his suit and tie and pick which sneakers that I'm going to bury him in. My son overdosed at the age of 22 years old. Prescription opioids. It only takes a little to lose a lot. Visit cdc.gov rxawareness. The Blue Raiders on News Radio WGNS. Raiders have brought in a new pitcher as we go to the seventh. He is Jackson Underwood, a freshman out of Riverdale High School in this city. Making his uh, second appearance. In that first appearance, he went a third of an inning, uh, and it was all zeros. I guess that's good. This is this is Boke, the second baseman, to lead off. Right-handed batter takes a strike. Pretty good numbers on Jake Cothran. Goes an inning in the third uh, with two strikeouts. Swung on a ball, hit to center field. Vincent moving over into right center. Reaches up and makes the catch for out number one. One down in the seventh. So Jackson Underwood making only his second appearance of the season. He gets a chance to show what he can do here. Here's Coppage. Has a home run and three trips. Takes a strike, nothing in one. So, uh, at this point, uh, Underwood has faced two batters and retired them both. Missed outside, and it's one ball, one strike. Right-hander delivers, missed inside. Two and one. Six-two, 200 pounds, he's a freshman. The pitch. Check swing. Oh, yeah. And no. 
appeal. Mm. Says he did mm. not swing. Three and one. Mm. I'm not sure I agree with that call. Right-hander with a 3-1 pitch. Misses outside, and that's a base on balls. Well, you knew it wasn't going to be a great night when uh, our starting pitcher walked the first two batters in the game. Couldn't get out of the first inning. Could not get out of the first inning, and... uh, Hasn't gotten much better since. Runner on first, one out. The pitch outside. This is Will Lee. He's had two hits tonight. One on, one out, and the seventh. Underwood with the pitch. Strike on the outside corner, one and one. And the 1-1 pitch misses outside. Two and one to Lee. Lipscomb came into the game first place in the Atlantic Sun West Division with a record of 11 and four. Prescription opioids can be addictive and dangerous. My son was 20 years old when he was prescribed opioids. It took him five days to get addicted. I'm not supposed to be the one to go get his suit and tie and pick which sneakers that I'm going to bury him in. My son overdosed at the age of 22 years old. Prescription opioids. It only takes a little to lose a lot. Visit cdc.gov rxawareness. Did you realize that over 85% of Americans own a cell phone, but only 40% own an individual life insurance policy? That leaves way too many families who'll be unprotected if they suddenly lose a parent. That's why we'd also like to point out that 100% of state farm agents offer life insurance. So if you're at the place where procrastination just meant motivation, use that cell phone of yours and call me, State Farm Agent Deb Insel at 931-684-5274.
Garrett. Also has a home run in this game. We've got a lot of guys that have had home runs in this game. Pitch is low in the dirt, ball one. I think they've hit four, haven't they? That's what I've got. That's, uh, yeah. The first two uh, hitters each have one, and then you go down uh, to seven and eight. They've both got one. So they're hitting them at the top of the order and the bottom of the order. First and third, two outs. Underwood with the pitch. In there for a strike, one and one. Infield shifted to the left side. Three infielders to the left of second base. And with the first baseman holding the runner, there's nobody on the right side. There's the strike, one and two. So if he hits the ball, a ground ball to the right side, that's clear sailing. Gets it in the gap, that runner's gonna score from first. One ball and two strikes and a swing and a miss. Didn't hit it anywhere. That's the way to do it. Underwood strikes him out. And in the seventh, no runs. One hit, two left. Seventh inning stretch time here at the ballpark. It's Lipscomb 11, Middle Tennessee 1 on the Blue Raider Network from Learfield. At State Farm, when home and auto work as a team, you score and save money. I'm State Farm Agent Andy Wama. Give me a call at 615-890-0850 and let's work together to win big by saving money on home and auto. With the service you get from State Farm, you might think our car insurance costs more. I'm State Farm Agent Andy Wama. Give me a call at 615-890-0850 and let me show you with discounts up to 40%. You may find it even costs less. Middle Tennessee Electric proudly supports the MTSU Blue Raiders. And we're proud to power the school board lights at Reese Smith Jr. Field. When it comes to the electric service in the community, you can always trust MTE to do what's best for our members. We serve by providing affordable, reliable, safe electricity and outstanding member service. Here at MTE, we serve to make life better for our members and their communities. Visit www.mtemc.com to learn more. And that scoreboard, light it up, Blue Raiders. This copyrighted broadcast is an exclusive presentation of Learfield under the broadcasting rights granted by Middle Tennessee State University. Reuse of this presentation is prohibited without the expressed written consent of Middle Tennessee State University and Learfield. Announcers are provided by Learfield and approved by the university. Thirty. We go to the bottom half of the seventh inning. Raiders are trailing eleven to one, and I think we have a new pitcher, don't we? Paul? Sure do, Dick. Uh, this is number thirty-one, Patrick uh, Williams. Patrick will be making his fifth appearance. They've all been in relief. He's thrown uh, three and two-thirds innings, given up five runs, four of them earned on six hits, three walks, four strikeouts. Uh, he's got a 9.82 ERA with no record. Interesting thing about those six hits is he's given up. Three of them have been for extra bases, including a home run. 
Rich Rudder will lead it off for the Raiders. And Bryce Simlar, who came in to play left field in the sixth inning, will bat in Galloway's spot. So Patrick Williams, the new pitcher for the Bisons. We can give you a little information on him. Six, nine. Uh, wow. Six, nine, 240 pounds out of Cleveland, Tennessee. So he is a, out of Cleveland High School. So he is a former Blue Raider from Cleveland High School. Uh, final numbers on Alex Brew, uh, Brower, uh, the Lipscomb starter. He goes six innings, gives up just one run on three hits, no walks, four strikeouts. I tell you that no walks, that's an impressive number. And he was simply in control of this game for the entire six innings. Briggs Rudder will lead it off against Williams, the new pitcher, and he throws a strike, nothing in one. Rudder has twice grounded out to shortstop. Ground ball in the hole, and this time past the shortstop into left field. Briggs Rudder, his first hit of the night and the fourth hit for the Raiders in the ball game. He is at first base for Bryce Simlock. Bryce has been used sparingly this year. This is his ninth appearance. He's only batted three times. First pitch to him is a strike. Out of Columbia, played at Columbia Central, sophomore. Short lead at first for Rudder, and the ball hit to right field. Is it going to drop? It is. Base hit. Raiders have them at first and second with nobody out. So Simler gets his first hit of the season, which is a single to right. Uh, Dick, stranger things have happened. Then I come back from a 10 run with a 10 run deficit. Here's DJ Wright. Wright has hit back to the mound and struck out 0 for 2. Williams with the pitch, taken for a strike, nothing and one. And the pitch, strike two called. Nothing and two to the Raider first baseman. First and second, no outs. Outside for a ball, one and two. So, John, this is the first inning. The Raiders have had more than one person on, yeah, that's right. on base. Runners at first and second. Nobody out, so. Swing and a miss, and that is strike three. And I think DJ knew that that ball up in his eyes, that, that's that, that baseball that you never catch up with. 
Here's Jared Vitato. As one of the Raiders hits tonight, a single. And his fly to left. That's from the left side. Takes the pitch for a strike over the outside corner. No balls, one strike. Ball one is outside. John, you see the circle there around home plate? I do. Uh, that circle was all turf in San Antonio. The rest of the field was grass and dirt. Really? Yeah, strike call, one and two. Well, we've seen all turf infields. We've seen all turf fields. Uh, I've never heard of that one. Swing and a miss. Ball popped out of the catcher's mitt, but first base occupied. He is out. So after two hits, two strikeouts. So why would you do that? Have turf uh, in, in that particular area. I guess you don't have to line the batter's box, nor do you have to tap the, uh, I guess. the two batter's boxes down. Hmm. Pitch outside, ball one. In fact, they have turf that adjoins the field at the foul lines. Okay. So the foul lines are painted. And uh, they're actually turf. Strike on the inside corner, one and one. Two on, two out here in the seventh inning. That's that's strange. And all of their all of their greenery uh, outside the foul lines, turf. Knocked down by the third baseman on a backhand play. He'll make the put out at third unassisted. So that is all in the seventh. Good start for the Raiders. No runs, two hits, two left. We've completed seven full innings and that is gonna be the ball game because apparently we have a 10 run rule in effect for this game. We weren't told that, but uh, so Jackson, if you're standing by, be ready with our end of the game spot as the final score will be Lipscomb 11 and Middle Tennessee won. We will be back with our post-game show coming up next on the Blue Raider Network from Learfield. Today's game is brought to you in part by proud partners of Blue Raider Athletics, Grannison Associates, certified public accountants. They provide a full range of tax preparation, accounting, and bookkeeping services for both business and individual needs. That's Grannison Associates. Give them a call at 615-895-1040 or visit Grannison Associates online at gcpas.com. For close to a century, doctors and care teams at Ascension St. Thomas Rutherford have been dedicated to delivering compassionate, personalized care to Rutherford County and surrounding communities. We are leading the way with new services and healthcare options, and we continue to make significant investments in Rutherford County. In 2023, we're opening Tennessee's first neighborhood hospital at Westlawn, and expansions at our Rutherford Hospital campus are underway. Find all the care you need at ascension.org slash St. Thomas Rutherford. Is that the sound of an ooey-gooey, cheesy, crunchy slice of P-I-Z-Z-A? <laughs> Obviously. But as good as that sounds, we think it can get even better. 
Oh, yeah, that's the sound of a freshly opened fizz-filled Pepsi. The only thing that can take this flavor medley of crunchy dough, mouth-watering cheese, and savory sauce to the next level. How about another bite? Pepsi and pizza sound like a match made in heaven and taste even better. Pizza, better with Pepsi. That's what I like. Did you realize that over 85% of Americans own a cell phone, but only 40% own an individual life insurance policy? That leaves way too many families who'll be unprotected if they suddenly lose a parent. That's why we'd also like to point out that 100% of State Farm agents offer life insurance. So if you're at the place where procrastination just meant motivation, use that cell phone of yours and call me, State Farm Agent Deb Insel at 931-684-5274. Blue Raiders are winners in the classroom, on the field, and the courts. Richard Lewis here. I want you to win in real estate also. Buying, selling, auction here in Tennessee, or along the Gulf Coast, a second home, or investing. Give me a call to help start that winning process. 615-319-9981. Oh, I'm never too busy for your referrals. Richard Lewis, Exit Realty, Bob Lamb & Associates. It's just a few cocktails at happy hour. There aren't any cops around. After every game, we always have a few. It's no big deal. It was just a few drinks. I'm good. Hey, I can hold my liquor. I drink and drive all the time. If you put away some drinks, put away your keys. Fans don't let fans drive drunk. Brought to you by the Tennessee Highway Safety Office. You're listening to Middle Tennessee Blue Raider Baseball on the Blue Raider Sports Network. Today's game is presented by Ascension St. Thomas, official hospital partner of MTSU. Let's go to the stadium. Here's Dick Palmer. Thank you. Welcome back in. Welcome to our post-game show as the Raiders fall to Lipscomb by a score of 11-1. to Lipscomb will improve now to... 19 and 17 on the season and the Raiders dropped to 17 and 18 and that is the fifth consecutive loss for Middle Tennessee started back uh, a week ago at Georgia State and then three losses on the road at San Antonio over the weekend and now a loss to Lipscomb and uh, we'll try to come back and get out of that uh, slump tomorrow that's uh, that's a one thing about baseball, John, uh, <laughs> after you after you lose a game, two, three, four in a row, you've always got one coming up the next day. Boy, uh, until you hit May and then you don't. But uh, I, I'm, I'm trying to find some uh, some good points, and uh, it, it's tough. But uh, I would point out that uh, had a couple of uh, had a good inning out of Jake Cothran. Had a good inning out of uh, uh, Jackson Underwood, and uh, he went uh, a full inning. So, but uh, you know the story uh, goes for those is those first three pitchers that um, had trouble keeping uh, the ball in the ballpark and keeping the uh, Bisons off the bases. Raiders uh, fell behind early, four to nothing. Lipscomb. Uh, starting pitcher Jack Julian walked the first two batters, got a fly ball out, and then gave up a two-run double. Uh, and a, another double followed that. 
a single later in the inning, drove in another run, and that made it four to nothing in the first inning. Julian only faced five batters. Uh, Bryant Baranek came in, and he didn't have much more luck. Uh, gave up two runs in the second inning and another in the third. Did work through the uh, through the fourth inning. Well, that was, uh, I guess, the best part about Brian Baranek. He did eat some innings for the Raiders tonight. Just, Justin Lee came on, was not effective tonight, only two-thirds of an inning. Uh, Jake Cothran and Jackson Underwood, two seldom-used pitchers right. this year, came in and, and shut out the uh, uh, Bisons for the rest of the game. But it was, it was far too late because their pitcher, Alex Brewer, was in complete control of this game from the outset. Uh, Raiders uh, did get on the board in the sixth inning on a leadoff double by Luke Benson. And uh, he came around to score on a ground ball out by Easton Snyder after advancing to third on a wild pitch. So that was the Raiders' lone run. Uh, good crowd tonight, a little over 1,000 here at the ballpark. Uh, largest crowd of the season, but it's a shame they didn't see yeah. a better ball game. Well, uh, and it's a shame that we didn't have a better ball game to, to share with uh, all the folks that weren't able to make it out. So, and uh, we did have some dropouts of our, on our broadcast. We understand there was a, a campus-wide attack on our Internet system today, and they had, they've had trouble all over campus. So we hope to get that corrected by, uh, by tomorrow. We will uh, not be here tomorrow. We'll be in Nashville. That's right. And uh, we'll be on the air at 545. You want to go through some final numbers for us? Sure. I, I, I think uh, when you only have five hits, you want to talk about the guys who had the hits uh, for the Raiders. Uh, J.T. Mabry was one for three. And uh, that was an important hit because that came in the fourth inning and uh, was the Wendy's uh, Dave Single Cheeseburger. Yeah, another yeah, so. reminder, if you want to claim your cheeseburger, text the word SINGLE to 83200. Briggs Rudder also with a hit. Uh, Bryce Simlar came on uh, as a defensive replacement and uh, had his first hit of the season in the seventh inning. And uh, Luke Vinson had uh, the Raiders' only extra base hit and uh, scored the only Raider run. That was in the sixth inning. Over on the uh, uh, Lipscomb side, wow. Um, a couple of guys, oh, let's see, one, two, three, four, uh, four Lipscomb hitters with multiple hit games. They had four home runs, uh, and we talked about that a lot because they apparently hit a lot of home runs. Uh, let's talk about pitching. We talked about uh, Jack Julian, uh, Brian Baranek, Justin Lee. All of them gave up uh, more runs than they needed to. Nice job, though, from Jake Cothran. The left-hander goes an inning and a third and uh, has a couple of strikeouts. Jackson Underwood, his first full inning uh, in just his second appearance. He gives up a hit, gives up a walk, but he gets a strikeout and still unscored upon. Uh, the big story in pitching is over on the Lipscomb side. Alex Brewer, whose uh, previous longest outing uh, was three innings, goes six innings, gives up just one run. It was earned on three hits. 
four strikes, didn't walk anybody. And that uh, if you can get through a six innings and not walk somebody, you put yourself in a pretty good position. Patrick Williams comes on, finishes off, gives up a couple of hits, but he also gets a couple of big strikeouts, and he was unscored upon. So uh, Alex uh, uh, Brewer gets the uh, win. He is now 2-1. and one. Jack Julian takes the loss. He is 0-2. We played this uh, ball game, all seven innings of it, in two hours and five minutes. And uh, at this point, all you can do is get ready for tomorrow. Okay, we will have a, uh, that broadcast for you tomorrow at 545 from Ken Dugan Field in Nashville on the campus of Lipscomb University. Final score again tonight, Lipscomb and the final line score, 11 runs, 13 hits, no errors for the Raiders. One run, five hits, and one error. The Raiders had four men left. Lipscomb stranded six, and Lipscomb improves now to 19 and 17 on the season. Raiders dip one game below 500 at 17 and 18. For uh, John Callow and our studio producer, Jackson Smith, this is Dick Plummer. See you tomorrow night with more of Blue Raider baseball from Learwood. This has been Blue Raider Baseball. Today's game was presented by Ascension St. Thomas, official hospital partner of MTSU. The preceding has been a Learfield presentation of the Blue Raider Network.